Good morning. Our text for today is in Romans chapter 4, verse 16 to 25. And we've been talking about the righteousness that we receive, that it is a product of our faith, not by obeying the law. And this is what Paul had continued to argue with in Romans chapter 4, verse 16 to 25, that this promise of righteousness from God rests on God. Especially to grace. So let me read to you Romans chapter 4, verse 16 to 25 for today. That is why it depends on faith, in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his offspring, not only to the adherent of the law, but also to the one who shares the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of the God in whom he believed who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. In hope he believed against hope, that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been told, so shall your offspring be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was as good as dead, since he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grows strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. That is why his faith was counted to him as righteousness. But the words it was counted to him were not written for his sake alone, but for our, ours also. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead, Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up from our trespasses and raised for our justification. So the promise of justification or righteousness rests on God's grace. The promise of God to Abraham was not only given to the adherent of the law or to the Jews, but to everyone who shares the faith of Abraham, regardless of what is the background of the person, everyone. The promise is for those who believe. He is the father of all believers. Now, as an evidence of this truth, Paul quotes what God has said to Abraham in Genesis 17 verse 5. Remember that God's covenant to Abraham was given in Genesis chapter 12. So this is now a repeat, a reiteration, an emphasis. In Genesis chapter 17 verse 5, I have made you the father of many nations, and clearly, these nations include all people coming from diverse backgrounds and ethnicities throughout the whole world. But they had the same faith in this living God. This promise of righteousness rests on God through His grace alone. For Paul has further argued in verse 17 to 18, let me read, in the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. In hope, he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been told, so shall your offspring be. I'm reading verse 17, the later portion, and verse 18. So Paul declared that Abraham and Sarah were considered themselves as dead. 
especially in procreation or in producing a life because they were already very old. Abraham himself was 100 and Sarah herself was 90. Yet God has promised to Abraham that he has or he should have a son in his old age and he will become a father of many nations. Imagine that. He was 100 years old. Sarah, his wife, was 90 and he was promised of a son. And this son will not just be remaining by himself, but this son will multiply to become many nations. So because of his age, with respect to procreation in producing life, a baby, it was really impossible. That's why God did the miracle that 90 years old Sarah became pregnant, pregnant with Isaac. Remember that God is the giver of life and he can give breath to dead people, just like how he breathed life into the bones at the valley at the vision of Ezekiel. So God is the giver of the life that he can raise the dead, just like as Christ was resurrected from the dead, from the grave, because of the power of God. This is all because of God's power. And the key to the fulfillment of this promise is the faith of Abraham. Means that Abraham just believed, and that's it. He did not do anything. As Paul said in verse 18 to 19, in hope, he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations, as he had been told, so shall your offspring be. So there were things that he cannot explain, he cannot fathom, that's like this becoming a father when he was very old already. But that does not change his stand that you will believe on this God. So we Christians, we who profess to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, we don't need to understand everything. But it's that thing as taught, as preached, it's there in the Bible, it's clear in the Bible. So Abraham did not waver in his faith. As Paul described his faith, in verse 20 to 21, no unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grows stronger in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised. And as a result of the obedience of Abraham or the faith of Abraham, God counted his faith as righteousness. Similarly, all of us who believe in Jesus are counted as righteous now. What an incredible grace, indescribable. And in verse 24, 25, this is what Paul affirmed. It will be counted to us who believe in him, who raised from the dead, Jesus our Lord, who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. So those who believe like Abraham, their faith will be counted as righteousness. And this, this faith is 
they only needed in order for us to become righteous. So as Paul affirmed that it was because they believed that they were um, righteous before God. To those who believe in him, who raised Jesus from the dead, who was delivered from our trespasses and raised for our justification. So what a blessing that when we talk about our salvation, our security, our certainty, that whatever will happen, because we live in a broken world, anything can happen. We know that we are certain to where we are going to go because of the certainty and the genuineness of the scriptures. Jesus promised that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And no man can go to the Father. And if we believe in him, we will not be condemned. We will receive eternal life and we should never perish. Let us pray. Father, thank you for your word this morning. We pray that this will help us understand, Lord, about the simple gospel, the good news that Jesus died for our sins in order for us not to, to wonder sometimes by what we hear because there are so many who is teaching out there, but we are not talking about the truth, Lord, according to the Bible. I pray to Father that you'll just continue to encourage our hearts as we receive this grace that is the foundation of our salvation. Faith upon the graciousness of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.